Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stone cold facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the nerdiverse welcome to masters of the nerdiverse where we always have such sites to show you you can always find this petri dish of a podcast on itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud youtube and iHeartRadio, and google play and the dark side of the moon with Pink Floyd and his strange moon-like brethren. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. With me, as always, is the co-host with the most. It's getting hot in here. What just heard of it? It's getting hot in her. <laughs> that video put me through puberty, dog. That video, oh, man. Okay. We don't need to. We don't need to go. No, you, need to, you need to know <laughs> no. that that sweaty ass video did things to little Mikey short pants that I, he didn't understand. I thought you'd be more of a basic instinct sort of <laughs> no, I don't want to date myself too much, but there was a there was an in vogue video back in the day. You know Ooh. you could hit the pot you could hit the pause button repeatedly to slow down. <laughs> right. Man, I used to do that for Desperado when Selma Hayek died. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. My dad was like, why is the tape so ruined? I was like, Dad, don't ask questions. <laughs> why is it this one section that looks like it's just been ru- worn it's through? Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just worn ragged. Like the one part where Selma Hayek shows her boobs. Like It's like the only time she does it. And of course, Little Mikey Short Pants was all over that, unfortunately. Or fortunately. Anywho. Yeah. Oh, we're man. all gross. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're we're all gross, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for that moment of real talk. How's everything going, Winter Man? Oh man, it's been a interesting week. It's like uh, one of those things where you're so busy that you your stomach like tight is just tight all the time, so you get a stomach ache. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my neighbors yeah. are talking outside. Tell That's them okay. Sh- tell them to shut up, audience. Just kidding. If I, will, they listen. I will throw an, a satellite at your neighbors and just cause them to explode. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then there'll be no more neighbors. That's yeah, but be I've been toying with this new thing that I do with my friends where uh, I always like I always get my news from the sidebar from Facebook, which probably you shouldn't be getting your news from. Okay. Yeah. So what I've been doing is uh, taking like three stories and then coming up with a joke for them. And I just do like a a night show bit because I always I always <laughs> wanted to be like a late night show host. 
Yeah. I always thought those were fun. Like if I could replace Conan or not, or be Andy Richter, if I could be Andy Richter for a living, that'd be fun. Man, dude. Like I always had a thing for like the, the late night guys. Cause it just seems so cool. Like, I remember watching the Conan O'Brien show and uh, Late Night with Jay Letterman and Jay uh, Letterman, the Tonight Show. Come on, man! Like, it, it, I remember Donnie David Carson, Letterman dude. or Jay Leno. It's David Letterman or Jay Leno. No, it's Jay Leno. It's Jay <laughs> Letterman. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm literally stroking out. Oh man! It's just, just those two. They, they don't like each other, and you like to combine people that don't like each other. Yeah, it's a weird fusion. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I just put them both in my brain and mixed it together because it was like, that's what I remember watching. And then I remember watching, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Ferguson? Uh, the Merv Griffin show back in the 60s? Oh, shit. If I was alive then, uh, just just walk me out into the ocean. Uh, okay. But no, it was this uh, guy. He had an uh, Irish accent. He was really funny. Chris Ferguson. The late, late yeah, Craig, show. Craig Ferguson. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was kind of funny too. So, yeah, that would be a cool gig, man. Only just you know, just there'll be Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel's fine, but I don't like Jimmy Fallon though. I yeah, funny. I mean, I like how Jimmy Kimmel just employs his whole family at the at the station. Yeah, uh, that's something something he does. But then, uh, like going back to Chris Ferguson, he was the start of like breaking down late shows. I would say, and mm-hmm. now you have like a. A show that's not really – I watch it during the night, late time. I think that's where we get it. But the Chris Gethard show. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. I heard of it, but I I've never seen it. Oh, well, it's like breaks down what you think a, a talk show should be. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's a, pretty it's fun. It's a, it's a like, decomposition. Yeah, like I like the one that I think it was the beginning of a season where it was uh, Jason Manzukis and uh, Paul Shear who were on the show. And then uh, they were started like an interview, I believe. And then they cut to commercial and Chris went like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. See you later. And then so, he just leaves the studio. Nice. And then it's just these <laughs> two have to continue the show without him. <laughs> that type of thing. That's hilarious, man. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, I would definitely do it. I definitely want love that I, that uh, Seinfeld episode where Kramer just recreates the Merv Griffin show in his house, and he makes yeah, it real awkward for everybody. That's me. I'm telling, like, I watched that episode so many times. Man, like, didn't insane. you used to sleep with the lane? Yeah, this man. Is my show. Okay, he was like, "Yeah, we we kind of this is a family show. You want to leave that blue collar stuff for later." Yeah. <laughs> You go to uh, the other guys. Yeah. You, you go to the other guys for that. Oh, uh, man. Other than uh, recreating the Merv Griffin show, did you do anything else this week? Uh, sprayed some cockroach spray around the house. Uh, get them both. Clean- buddy. Yeah. You have to do it every couple of weeks or they come back in yeah. full. In, yeah. Before and, yeah. They don't tell you about that when you're renting an apartment. Right. Anyways. Uh,. Yeah, shout out to Raid Spray. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but stuff that I've been watching, I rewatched uh, Goodfellas. It's on Netflix. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I always wanted to be a gangster. Oh, such a my good love, my love. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's my movie right there. 
<laughs> Even though, okay, hot take. What's better, Goodfellas or Casino? Oh, Goodfellas. Oh, okay. Like, you know what? I would probably say Goodfellas as well. Just because it's really tight for me, though. It's really tight for me, though. Yeah. Well, I, like, I love Casino. Good... Casino is so good. But Goodfellas is classic. Yeah, Goodfellas is like a good intro into like the gangster movies, I would say. Mob movies. And then I would go, like, if you're looking for a sequel, then I would go Casino. And if you're looking for another one, then I would go Godfather. Godfather is something that you have to kind of, you can't use Godfather as a gateway drug. It's a little slow. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, yeah. pro tip, I've never seen the Godfather series. Ever. Not one. That's a problem. That, well, you, you need to see at least one. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to just watch Godfather One. It's one of those things. Like, I didn't watch The Untouchables yeah. until way later in my life, man. Like, and that's a classic. Yeah, well, I that's fine. I don't. Uh, yeah, the Untouchables are too like Kevin Costner whitewashed, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Like, mm. a lot of his movies have the uh, the Costner like, like slime all over it. Huh? <laughs> It's like um, <laughs> we need to make sure that babies can watch this. Damn. <laughs> yeah, there's no hardcore like Costa movies, is there? Like where he just no. cracks like, cracks someone's skull open. The closest thing is like uh, the Untouchables, though. That's the closest thing to a bloody Costner movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, it's, a, it's like if uh, if you sat down and you you told. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hold on, let me fix this. Yeah, man. It would be like it would be like if you sat a Mormon down and told him to write Goodfellas, then you would get untouchables. Okay, move on. Man, also, <laughs> if you if you ever want to see a good like period gangster movie, watch Miller's Crossing. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Miller's Crossing? Oh yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Oh, so watch Miller's Crossing. I'm not gonna say anything else, just do it because the man is a uh what did what did he say he was like he's he's like he's a master with a uh, with a tommy gun he was like he's a mozart with a tommy gun it's too real dude oh man cohen brothers cohen brothers bro what's your favorite cohen brothers movie uh at the hard one i like i i do want to be a stickler for fargo but i think yeah, hold on. You tell me your favorite one while I look through their list real quick. No worries. I got a couple. Uh, other than Blood Simple, I love Blood Simple, which is one of their first movies, and it's like a thriller. Uh, so it's right there in my horror genes. Other than that, I love Raising Arizona. Oh. Love me some Raising Arizona. I can't Arizona. believe I forgot about this. Oh, Brother Ward Sal is probably my favorite out of the bunch. That's a good one, yeah. too. That's a good one, yeah. too. Yeah, man. That's that's some legit stuff. Uh, other than watching supremely classic movies, did you do anything else this week? Uh, watched. Uh, I'm watching the Frankenstein Chronicles. If you... Oh, how is that? It's not what you think. I saw that. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm waiting for like uh, Beam. Is it Bean or Beam? The guy that's the main actor. He's from uh, Lord of the Rings. He dies in every movie. Oh, yeah. Sean Bean. Yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for him to die and then come back to life. That's what I'm I'm thinking is gonna happen. And the but uh 
it's very interesting. And it's also very interesting what BBC allows on television compared to American television. Yeah, man. Different sensibilities, man. Like they'll show it they'll they'll show something topless on BBC yeah. and not care. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they won't show as much blood and guts as right. we will. I mean they showed us some hacked up body parts in this uh this show, but it wasn't like bloody or anything. And like, and right. they alluded to like a, uh, these children being burned by a hot poker for like failing to do something for their master. So, but they never showed it on screen. So, mm-hmm. and so then I wrote to the fan club, like, I need to see children get burned. So, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you have to demand. I demand the flesh of uh, of uh, pre adolescent flesh mm-hmm. burned. This is my. This is how I satisfy my viewing experience. You must do it. You must do it. But besides my stint yeah, in jail, how was your week? My stint, yeah, my in jail. nickel in jail. <laughs> yeah, you did a hot nick, man. No way out. Uh, uh, let me get over the, the the two quick things before I go into the real thing I really want to talk about. So I finished uh, Lost in Space mm-hmm. on Netflix, and that's a weird show, man. It took some weird turns, and it kind of <laughs> it's it's like a weird like twelve episode prequel in a funny way because uh, no spoilers, but they kind of run into a planet and they have like this weird side thing where other people catch up with them so they're not they're lost in space but they're not in alone in space that's a problem you know kind of like how yeah yeah, it's like a big colony of people that they're with and so craziness ensues and they have drama with the people on the planet but then like the status quo was reset by the end of the series uh no spoiler i still stand by that no spoiler i'm not gonna go any further yeah but uh just watch it robot's cool because he's practical until he's not, and then the graphics are still kind of cool because they do that weird halfway where it's like half lit, so you can't really see the weird seams of the uh, of the bad CG. But it's not bad; it's like middle ground CG. I mean, it's not Sharknado, but it's not Thanos like <laughs> ripping a planet down from the sky or something. Uh, but yeah, Lost in Space was cool. Uh, if on the scale that you've created, what I buy it stream it or dump it i would stream it because that's the only way you can get it right now <laughs> good one just yeah. Wa- yeah man just watch the first four episodes usually i'm a three guy but you're not going to get an idea of what if you like it or not to the fourth one there's a fourth one kind of crazy stuff happens and if you like uh like lost in space i'm kind of a weird fan of lost in space um Check it out because it does some weird things with the lore and it's kind of fun. Other than that, I finally watched Baby Driver. You ever seen that? Uh, no, I haven't. It's the I one where Kevin it's Spacey. the one director. Anyway, <laughs> that's the funny thing about it because I used to like Kevin yeah. Spacey until he became an ultra creep. And yeah. now knowing he's an ultra creep, the movie has a weird context to it because he's like, He's like, that's my baby. and That's I, my baby, driver. I'm going <laughs> to vouch for my baby. And it's just like, uh, it's not. 
No bueno, bro. But the I movie like, was uh, yeah. I like Dave Chappelle's joke about Kevin Spacey. If you heard heard that, no, tell me, tell me, tell me. He's like, um, man, all this stuff about Kevin Spacey is crazy, but I can't help feeling what would happen at the end of House of Cards. He said some something delivery like that, where he's like, he's bummed out. I totally botched the joke. He uh, <laughs> he was bummed out that there's no longer going to be a House of Cards. That's the more yeah. important thing. Yeah. yeah. Man, but uh but yeah, it was this weird, like almost kind of like pulp fictiony music based crime drama. And it was really good. Like you know, the, the director Edgar Wright is a damn like Alan tiny oh, right. Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe <laughs> cousins. Uh he uh, Edgar Wright is like a surgeon with his with the camera. He's like very precise. Gunshots are going to beats. It's really kinetic. Super fun movie. It's just, damn, it's like my favorite movie of all time is The Usual Suspects. It used to be. It still is because I have to separate the man from the art because I'm not going to let his right. creepy, that creepy asshole ruin the movie for me. True, true. And I'm not going to let him ruin this one. So it's good. Um, buy, rent, uh, buy, stream, uh, dump. Yeah. I would still stream it. I wouldn't like. I don't need yeah. to own it, you know, you know. But it's cool. It's cool. You know what I mean. So, other than that, what I really want to talk about what I did this week was I played God of War. I Ooh. beat God of War already. Uh, yes. I I haven't one hundred percented it. There's still stuff to do, but I've gone through the main story. Oh, jeez, man, I couldn't help it. It's it is without hyperbole the best game on the PS4 right now, hands down. No contest. That's the, that's the air being sucked out of me. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> the best. At first, I was like, man. PlayStation is killing it, but Persona 5 and Neo and Horizon Zero Dawn and I'm like what what else are they gonna do? How are they gonna top it? And I played God of War and it's a funny story. I started I wasn't feeling good over the weekend, so I started playing it that morning. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna play some God of War. So I turned it on, I started playing the first couple of hours, and I'm still playing and I'm still playing, and I looked down. And my controller's dead. I'm like, oh. And then I kind of come to my senses and look outside and it's dark. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I should probably go to sleep now. I need help. <laughs> yeah. So I wait just long enough to get the controller charged. And I jump back in. And I'm playing again. And the controller dies again. I'm like, oh. And then, mind you, this is at 1 o'clock in the morning. And then once mm-hmm. the controller dies, I'm like, oh. And I look, and I look up. Look outside and it's bright outside. And I'm like, oh my gosh, shit. Okay. <laughs> this game just sucks you in. You know what I mean? So uh it's just perfect. Uh the storyline is amazing. The graphics are immaculate. The gameplay is crazy. The the the, the story beats and progression is unrivaled. Like you just play, you just want to keep playing. You want to get to the next story beat. You want to get to the next challenge. You want to get to the next puzzle. It's damn near perfect. Like the only the only thing I could say negative about it is that there are some parts that are just unnecessarily difficult. 
just like uh, uh, creature sponge, you know, like like uh, HP sponges and uh, sp- spammed characters or spammed uh, fodder villains that make that make some parts almost unbearable. It's just really hard. You really got to get good. But the game is amazing, dude. I can't say enough good things about it. Buy that shit. Just do it. If you have a PS4, it's good enough to buy a PS4 to play it. Like it's a it's a killer app console seller. It's like I'm gonna play it again. It's, I'm gonna do some extra end of the game stuff after this podcast. Like I'm I'm addicted to it. Jeez. Yeah. Man. He's joined the cult, ladies and gentlemen. I oh, know I've been a PS I've been a, a Sony pony since PlayStation One, man. I'm, a Sony pony. I've been a Sony pony since then. Right? Like, uh, I don't, don't get me I've wrong. Heard anyone referred to it as a Sony pony? No, don't type that into uh, to the internet. You'll find strange things. But I could say what yeah, consistently Sony has put out really good first party games that have kept me buying systems from uh, the P- PlayStation One all the way to the four. I've had a PSP. I didn't get a Vita because they didn't have any good games on it. But I've had every other system other than that. And I've had every other system for Xbox except for the one. Because the one had crappy first person games, in my opinion. But um All right. Yeah. Can't say enough about that game. Shit's addicting perfect. If you like God of War, you'll love it. It plays different, but it's the same. It's amazing. It's it's, it's amazing. Now in your thoughts. Is this in the same universe, or is it like a Oh, reboot? yeah. It is a continuation of the story. I don't okay. want to give away any spoilers. It is. This isn't like a new Kratos. In a new, in, no, it's Kratos. It's old school. Uh, Ares Kratos. It's it's the storyline is continuing in, in an undetermined future, and that's all I'll say. Because I don't want to spoil it, because there's enough spoilers online for this game. So yeah, just play the damn game. Like if you have a PlayStation Four Pro, I'll play it there. It's just a beautiful game. It's fun. It's smart. It's it's in a mature game without being gross. You know what I'm saying? Without being perfor- uh, perverted or uh, or just gory for the case of gore. I don't. There's not much blood in it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's bloody parts, but it's not like before back in the day where you had nudity and blood and just this weird masculine fantasy it's it's way more mellowed and mature than that it's 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 damn it's like watching a good movie i'm just i need to shut up about it say something else winner yeah shut up about it say something i'm giving up Uh (laughs) Uh, so i had an idea just came to my mind and uh, this is something that might work out Mm -hmm. if you were like what would you do like, do you think directors of movies such as like Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino could they make games and have them be good? I th- like that's a very good question. Uh, yeah, I think they would have to take it seriously. Like, yes. like a lot of people don't take game design and game story seriously. Like, it's, it's for kids and shit. That's what that's what a Martin Scorsese, a a James Cameron would think. But vice versa, if you flip it, let's say you have the same guys who made God of War direct, let's say, a uh, James Bond film or something like that. Because a lot of games reflect movies. You know what I mean? Metroid is a reflection of Alien. And Splinter Cell is a reflection of the old Mission Impossible movies. And God of War is its kind of its own 
thing. It's like you can harken back to Jason and the Argonauts and Sinbad in the Seven Seas and stuff like that. But the director would have to take it seriously to do a good job. Otherwise, they would kind of do what happened with comic book movies for so many years. They didn't take it seriously. They did whatever they wanted to do. And it ended up not being true to the source material. And that's the big problem. That's why gay movies suck so bad now because directors do, directors and producers still don't take them seriously as pieces of art. So can they? Yes. Will they? Probably not in another 10 or 20 years because no one's going to take it seriously until someone does in they're going to, oh, this is the new hotness now because comic book movies are going to die. It's just not die, but they're going to fade. You know what I mean? It has yeah. to happen. So the next big thing may be video game movies. There's this wait. It's lit. It, it, the, the, the source material is ripe enough for some director to actually take it seriously and make a blockbuster that's good. It's going to happen eventually with some property. Yeah. And then, and then Mr. Businessman is going to say, oh, we should put real directors on these with real actors and make it you know, both a good movie, first of all, and also appealing to the uh, the fan base. So it's going to happen eventually, but not anytime soon because people still look at them as kids, kid stuff. Yeah. And it's also directors and like the ones I listed, they're mostly looking to get their story out. Mm-hmm. So they're going to look for a medium that that's going to that's going to be the easiest for them. To get their story out, yeah, and there's so they're not going to go do a book. They're not going to do that, Mm-mm. and they they're going to go for a film because that's what they know. It's easier to do, yeah. And compared to doing a video game, which is like people work on that for minimum two years, that, calling you out Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, God of War took five years to make, and that's with hundreds of artists, writers, yeah. game developers, whatnot, and making a movie is you're telling a linear storyline, right? And right. You're, you're beginning, middle, end. But when you're writing a game, it's like you have to write multiple storylines and you have to take into account human human tests because people go, will go into a game and just mess it up. You know what I mean? Right. They won't, if they don't have to, they won't follow the storyline. And think about someone who has to write like, a, like an open world game, like Fallout. You know how much writing goes into that? It's in, you have yeah, to write like a ton. You write twenty movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every side side quest is like a movie. It's a movie plot mm-hmm. all by itself. And you have to hire like ten writers to write twenty movies that all interact with the with the interwoven storyline. It's insane. And like companies that do it don't get enough props. Like The Witcher, uh, 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 CD Projekt. Those guys are brilliant at that. Uh, of course, Bethesda, Fallout, uh, and Skyrim. You know what I mean? These guys who have to write 10 to 15 movies a game. Right. Make it still interesting. You know what I mean? So it's really crazy to think about like how much work goes into these things. How much work... God of War has so much detail. Every single shot is like... It's like light corrected. Okay, stop talking about God of War. Okay, all right. That, that was my week pretty much. I played God of War <laughs> until I until I passed out, and then I started playing more. I watched a couple Seek of movies. Medical attention. I know I'm ODing on God of War. Kratos. Yeah. Oh man. Anywho, you ready to get into some news, my good friend? Let's get to it. The news. Sorry. 
CNN. CNN. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, let's get into some Noahs. Some of the Noahs. First things first, man. Did you check out the Venom trailer? Venom. We are Venom. I don't get that, but all right. Such puny webbing. Uh, what do you say? Such low-grade webbing. Here, try some of mine. And he's shooting at Spider-Man. Spider-Man can't get out. He's like, webbing too strong. Anyway, did you watch? I don't remember that part of the trailer. No, that was anyway. Spider-Man the Animated Series, not a Night of the. Oh, it's, it's shut up! It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> did you watch the trailer? Went went to the newest one. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, I I like. I think it's a slam dunk that this is this trailer is better than the first one. Oh, yeah. that came out with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of don't like. The design uh, mm-hmm. of Venom, what like from what I remember from the five percent knowledge that I know of Spider Man <laughs> and Venom, is that Venom doesn't like change in and out of his costume. It's just him. Am I or like like it's the Venom takes over the human host, right? Which is Tom Hardy, and you don't and and like the whole movie. Is Tom Hardy running around like, oh, I got this like goo that shoots out of my body, but I'm like, no, it's more like Venom takes over your whole body, from what I recall. Here, uh, you're right. There's two sides yeah. to that. I'm gonna give you some real quick Venom 101. Origin of Venom, real okay. short and short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Brock starts working at the Daily, Bu- Daily Bugle. He is a foil to Peter Parker because he is also a cutthroat. Uh, well, he's a cutthroat reporter where Peter's kind of like, I just get my pictures of Spider-Man and I'm cool, right? So he, mm-hmm. so Eddie Brock tries to get pictures of Spider-Man as well to where, to which Peter Parker's like, nah, man, you know, fall back, do, do your thing. At the same time, um, Spider-Man is wearing the black costume, the alien symbiote, which is adapting to Peter Parker's abilities to be Spider-Man. Um, one side effect of the suit is it's slowly making Peter insane. His attitude is changing. Other than augmented strength and webbing and spider sense is all crazy. He's also becoming an asshole. And he starts to see that and loses the costume. He gets rid of it. Uh, Peter Parker then causes Eddie Brock to lose his job. Eddie Brock is extremely resentful towards Spider-Man. The symbiote smells his anger, goes on to Eddie Brock, becomes We Are Venom. Now, in the comics, it's usually a good balance between Eddie and Venom because they work together. Whereas Eddie will torture Peter in his normal life and Venom will torture Peter in Spider-Man life and cause trouble for both. And the problem with the symbiote is, is that it read Spider-Man's mind. So it knows that he's Peter Parker. It knows about Aunt May, it knows about Mary Jane, all of Peter's inner secrets. Mm. I know about Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, in this movie apparently, and I don't want to put my foot in my mouth because who knows what this movie's going to be. I'm not seeing it. Anyway, he has the symbiote. I don't know if it has any ties to Spider-Man. I don't know if Spider-Man wore it before he got it, but there's nothing venomy about this movie other than his mouth and his face. He doesn't He doesn't climb walls, sheer walls. He doesn't swing anywhere. And, he, and from what I saw, he doesn't even have the... The white spider emblem, the the iconic Todd McFarlane white spider emblem. 
Yeah. I could dig the face a little bit. I could dig it a little bit. It looks, the effect looks okay. It's a slimy kind of translucent, like oily venom. And there's art designs that, that uh, support that. So that's fine. But I have a strong feeling it's going to be the Tom Hardy show. We're not going to see anything of that suit, man. We're not going to see him as Venom at all because it has to be the Tom Hardy show. Now, what do you think? Of, what do you think about his accent now? You uh, think the accent's still bad? Tom Hardy is weird with accents, man. Like I just, I just wish he would. Talk. I wish he would just do his accent from uh, Peaky Blinders. That yeah. would have been more believable than whatever he's doing. Yeah, some English actors <laughs> can pull off uh, American accent. But it's really hard yeah. to pull off like a New York accent if you're from England. I've noticed it's it's a weird twang that they just can't wrap their brains around. So he just ends up sounding like a weird mix of Bane in like uh, what's his face from in his character from uh, uh, not uh, from um, the Nolan movie uh, where they go into dreams. I can't think of it right now. Oh, Inception. Inception thank you. So he was like, "You're the worst follower ever. I'm the best follower. You suck." Just so you know. And I'm like, that was cute. And the We Are Venom was cute. And I'm not going to see this movie. I don't get it. I don't. The We Are Venom, is that supposed to be? This, it's, oh, okay. It's, it's, Tom Hardy and, and the symbiote. Yeah. It's a Spider-Man okay. thing. I thought it was more like We Are All Venom. Oh, no. I'm like, shut up. Venom talks about himself <laughs> in the second person or in the group setting. Okay. We hate Spider-Man. We can't stand him. We know his secret identity. Uh-huh. Both of Does us he are... say something? We hate the Spidey. Does he say something like that? No. <laughs> not in that voice at least. He'll say something like, We hate the Spidey guy. We hate the Spider-Man. You know, stuff like that. If that even no, picked up. they should talk to me with my voice. Yeah, you sound like <laughs> the Green Goblin, though. Yeah. yeah. We hate that Spider-Man. When you go back to- we need to do more '60s style, dude. Why do you? Uh, <laughs> I hate that spider, man. Yeah. Oh, geez, you're gonna yeah. make my throat hurt. But I'm not gonna go see this movie. I'm not gonna support it because I don't want to. I've already made that very clear. They haven't earned any of this shit. And just because if Tom Holland, if Tom Holland shows up on the screen for half a second, I'm still irritated with it. This is definitely a Netflix and chill movie. I don't care. I don't care what they show me. You understand? Like, you could have Iron Man right. show up and be doing Iron Man cool stuff. I don't care. You can have the Fantastic Four show up and just be Fantastic Fouring it up. And no, you're not getting my money, Sony. I hate you. Except for PlayStation. Or Except for PlayStation. Venom will be the start of a cross branch of DC and Marvel. Ugh, no, <laughs> man. Well, this is already dead on arrival because Marvel is getting the rights. Uh, well, it may not be dead on arrival because no one's going to do... <sighs> Sony just loves to meddle. Is They just won't let Marvel take the, Marvel take the wheel and just handle this stuff. They have to jump the gun. They're, right. they're habitual line steppers. And I, for one, am not a fan of it. I, for one. Right. And another... Hot takes. Hot takes. Another thing I'm not a fan of is... Uh, Capcom shutting down Puzzle Fighter after only six months of the game being out. <laughs> oh man, I was playing that. Oh dude, I was playing that. I almost unlocked Felicia. I almost unlocked I'm playing Felicia. chess like an adult. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Puzzle Fighter is, it's kind of like it's this offshoot game that's been around forever. 
where it's Street Fighter characters, but it's like a bubble. It's almost like a Tetris, like you mentioned. It's like a a, te- a Tetris kind of like a bust to move kind of game. Right. And there be, there's been puddle, puzzle fighters for a very long time. And Capcom recently has had a bad penchant for dump for just killing their games. Uh, other than Monster Hunter and Resident Evil, um, Marvel's Capcom Infinite is dead on arrival. No one knows what's going on with that game. There's no updates. They're not talking about it. It's just dead. And now Puzzle Fighter, which also looked hideous, mind you, is they're they're shutting it down. They're just not doing anything else with it. And it's like, if you guys weren't so cheap, these games would look better if people would keep playing them. And it's like, graphics don't even matter in a Puzzle Fighter game. It's all like skill and puzzling. But it looks so bad that nobody wants to touch it. Like your burger can be mm-hmm. the most delicious burger in the world, but if it looks like hot crap, then no one's gonna eat it, man. You know what I mean? No matter how bomb it is, really. You know, so <laughs> you know, if, if your chili looks like like shit, then no one's gonna eat your chili, man. No one no one. So Capcom shutting down this game, I feel is a bit premature. It's only been out for six months. Can you imagine if you started a show and it didn't even finish its season? Like it wasn't canceled. The pilot wasn't canceled, but it didn't finish his full season. It was only like five episodes. You mean like Constantine? <laughs> oh, people are so salty about Constantine, dude. I'm still salty about that because because it was kind of good. <laughs> but what can you do, man? These these companies don't give a shite, dog. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, moving on. Uh, okay, I mentioned this real quick. There's a new Castlevania game out. What? It's on iOS. No. <laughs> what the fuck, Konami? I hate you. I, I'm sorry I'm cursing so much in this episode, but dang, man. Yeah, you're a better man. I'm a better man. I hate Konami, dude. Why make a Castlevania game with new art design? It is like, it look, it's like it's off of Symphony of the Night, which was one of a lot of people's favorite. It is a damn iOS game. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like no one wants this. Who 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 wants this, man? Like your resources could have gone to other places. It reminds me of that damn Silent Hill Pachinko machine, where it's like new designs and stuff, but it's for a damn pachinko machine. Oh my goodness! Yeah, hands <laughs> were so salt. It's like get it together, man. Like I, it's fine. If you're gonna come up with an iOS game, let it accompany a real game. Like um, Nether Realm has a really good thing where for every Injustice game. Like in Justice 2, fighting game, there's an iOS game that accompanies it. So if you don't have a system, you can still kind of enjoy the game on some level on your Apple device or on your Android. This is like, no, you love Castlevania? You're going to stomach this iOS game. You're just going to do it. Bastards. So don't buy that. Don't support Konami. These are the same guys who made these are the same guys who made Metal Gear survive and charge people ten dollars for a new save slot. All right. This, this is all your your Japanese game stuff. This is all my glory. We're talking about America. America. <laughs> Speaking of Americans, <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna read this out loud because it's so nuts. Okay. Smallville's own Allison Mack tried to recruit Emma Watson for an, an alleged sex cult. Did you hear about this shit? Yes. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought it was a, uh, I it was- a porn uh, script. Uh, what is happening, dude? <laughs> like, 
So apparently, this is the story. So apparently, Allison Mack, or it was who played Chloe Sullivan on Smallville, as hasn't done much. So she's been off the radar. Always sweet little innocent looking Chloe from Smallville. I love Smallville until I hated it. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> on Twitter, she was reaching out to people trying to get her to join her group or sect or I don't want to call it a cult, but it's a cult. And she was trying to get other stars. <laughs> let's let's review that. I don't want to call it a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call a spade a spade, but it's a spade. Uh and she tries to recruit uh, Emma Watson, I believe it's um, Hermione Granger from uh, from Harry Potter fame. And she's like, it sounds like fun. Is there going to be chips and salsa? There will be chips and salsa. And she's like, uh, I can't make it, though. And she comes to find out with some weird kind of sex cult where they were, like, luring people in for, like, alleged crazy nefarious sex acts. <laughs> right. What world do we live in? where this is happening then uh one of the best lines yeah it's very interesting because it's like one of the because people like to identify cults with like uh jim jones and all that but it's interesting that this is like there's no like religious undertones it's just look good in our clothes it seems like or look good in our uh, clothes we may do our marketing yeah we may do fun stuff later (laughs) wear these clothes we may do butt stuff later dude you're gonna love our marketing techniques man we get it which is banging everything in sight (laughs) guess what our marketing is butt stuff oh man poor allison she's out of the country which i doubt she'll ever come back they try to extradite it to the u.s She's gone, man. Her and that uh, McAfee security dude are on the boat somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, man. But anyway. I like how they tag at the bottom of the of the article. Mac also tweets tweet at Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson was super no, down. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson was super <laughs> down. <laughs> she was like, let's go. No, I love Kelly Clarkson. My favorite song is Sober. Uh, I want to talk about one. The Tool song? No, the Kelly. Sober? Both. Uh, Can you imagine if they if they mixed it? Oh, that'd be so dope. Ew, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I want to talk about one last thing. I'm not going to talk about this other thing, but I will bring it up real quick. <laughs> Apparently, Wave Races may return. Wave for those who play Wave Race 64, you old folks like me. That's kind of hype. But the last thing, you know, that's what people are talking. People are wanting Wave Race, right? Not Diddy Kong racing, like we've said for five years. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> mm, no, I'll take Diddy Kong Racing, man. I'll take any kind of. Uh, I need a Switch. I just need to buy a Switch because so much good shit is coming on it, especially for Bayo 3. I got to get a Switch for that. But the last thing I want to talk about, and I've mentioned this company before, is Quantic Dream, which is the company that's made such gems as uh, Heavy Rain. Uh, Heavy Rain, the one, the weird one with uh, Ellen Page. I forget the name of heavy, it. The sequel to Heavy Rain? It's heavy oh. Rain 3 <laughs> and other games of its elk. Uh, Omicron, the Nomad Soul. Oh, geez. Apparently, according to a, a French newspaper, a French media outlet, 
they've been cited with having extremely toxic conditions in the office. Like the head developer, Peter Molyneux, saying anti-Semitic and like racial and sexist slurs all around the office. People just have to deal with it. Yeah. And Meanwhile, in America, like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Yeah. Make make France great again, great again, right? Yeah. Once he grabs you, then we can talk about it. Yeah, if okay. he grabs you, then there's problems. But until then, America, that's all right. We can we can just talk shit about everybody forever. Of course, Another hot take on the United States. Okay, go on. Hot take is America racist. <laughs> I'll let your quietness answer that one. Uh, <laughs> well, so well, I'm Peter trying to Mal- think of something to say. Like we're uh, as racist as your uncle is on Thanksgiving. Every now and then, <laughs> racist as your grandpa on Christmas. Oh man. Uh, so of course, Peter Molly goes in and says, "These are false allegations." Uh, I don't know what that voice was, but that's uh, racist. That's <laughs> racist. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's saying it's false allegations. Of course, he's going to cover his ass. But apparently, everybody's like, "Nope." That shit really is going down. He's a terror, and we all have to deal with it. And Konami was like that. Konami was be like, oh, you're a lead web developer? You worked with Kojima, huh? Okay, now you're a janitor. <laughs> you have to clean the stalls now. Out of, punish- to the out of punishment. Realm. Right, <laughs> out of punishment and shit. Like, these companies are nuts, man. Like, I've worked for some weird businesses Now, before. I don't like this. They should pick a different name for their game. Detroit. Why does Detroit get a name after? It's not even a company that's in Detroit. If okay. if you're making a game about Detroit and RoboCop's in it, not in it, I don't give a sh- I don't yeah. care. Why isn't RoboCop in the game? Sorry, I'm very livid today. Been a long day. It's like, pick another spot. Like Detroit's the type of place. Like if you mention it. And there's like a company that's making a game called Detroit. You'd think that it's a company that that is based in Detroit. That in the proceeds of the game is going to rebuild Detroit to 2.0. No man, but they're no. gonna build a city. No man, yeah, it should be like Hoboken, City of Dreams, something like that. <sighs> Hoboken, City of Dreams, and hot Italian subs. Hot, the steamiest Italian subs, man. What you want? And cake. Don't forget Cake Boss. I saw Cake I Boss. I hate the Cake Boss start. <laughs> He's such an asshole. At least he appears that way as his television persona. Oh, man. You ready to answer some? Another bathroom story oh, no. of no. meeting him in LA no. and he just shoved a cake in your face. No, that was another star. We don't talk about those days anymore. Bobby Flay? No. <laughs> Bobby Flay's wife. <laughs> Uh, no, I was kidding. She's a sweet lady. He's married to a wife. Okay, we can <laughs> move married. on. Uh, he's, mar- <laughs> he's married to an iguana named Jub Jub. Uh, uh-huh. Questions, questions. We're gonna answer a few questions, and if you want to send a question into us, you will send that to Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail dot com. That is Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail dot com. First question. First question, Arino. What is your like? Uh, growing up, did you have a lot of experience with arcades? Like when you arcade? No, we had to travel an hour and away, an hour away for an arcade. Okay, but I can answer this. Maybe. Yeah. So, what is your opinion on like arcades and bar, quote unquote barcades in America? Like, 
Well, it's the the logical progression due to the the ki- the people who were once kids going to the arcades are now old enough to drink, and so now they want to combine the best of both worlds. Getting, and that's how you get uh, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, I don't mind places like Dave and Buster's. Uh, there's a lot of like sports bars that do it. It's just I wish they had better selection of games. Like, get some King of Fighters in there. Yeah. What's your pro- what's your problem? This guy needs another beer. He's talking more about the games and the no beer. man. Just like <laughs> I remember getting. St- I I used to go to like a uh, bowling alley. Bowling alleys used to be like my kind of arcade. You know, because my dad would go bowling. Yeah. He'd give me five bucks on, in quarters, go nuts. And I would uh, go play like Mortal Kombat and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and the Aerosmith shoot 'em up game and Turtles. And that was kind of like my experience with the arcade kind of vibe. Because back in the day when I was a kid, all bowling alley smelled like was cigarettes and beer. It was like a weird bar kind of atmosphere anyway. Yeah, the good old days. Not even food. I remember. I don't even remember people eating in in, 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 in bowling alleys when I was a kid. I just people smoking big ass cigarettes and like being all rude. Back when you can buy camels out of a vending machine. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. oh, rough. But uh, but yeah, I'm all for a barcade or arcade as long as they have a good selection. Man, like, stop being so jank on the selections. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quick and easy. Quick and easy lemon squeezy. Second question. Let's go into the second question. Uh, how much does a game review or how much does a movie review keep you from actually seeing what you want to see? Uh, not that much, really, because I don't really... Uh, well, for a movie, I think it's going to be different. Like, if someone tells me that it's complete trash, that, like, takes me a step back from right. seeing something. But if it's a a game, I normally buy games before the reviews come out. I like to mm-hmm. pre-order. <laughs> so, so uh, and I have a history of buying games. Like, the reviewers don't know what they're talking about. And then it's like, oh, the reviewers definitely <laughs> know what they're talking about. This is trash. Yeah. Like, I remember when the Ouya uh, come, came out, yeah. the game system. Oh, back to the Ouya. And I was like, this is going to change the world. And no, it's just like, oh, the world changed <laughs> right. it. Right, it got rocked. <laughs> it thought it was going to change the game, but the game changed it, man. It got turned out. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel the same way. Like, if I want to see something, then I'm going to see it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I try not to let reviews, our critics, our opinions sway my uh my interest in something like i get avengers infinity war if they had like a 33 percent on rotten tomatoes and everyone say oh it stinks man it's the worst thing ever marvel really blew it i would probably still go to go see because i would just need to know you know what i mean or god of war i'm a huge god of war fan huge god of war fan just to bring that back up but if god of war had like a 1.5 out of out of five everyone's saying it was hot garbage sony really dropped the ball Honestly, it would probably sway me a little bit more to wait on it. Like, I didn't. I bought God of War the day it came out. I put money away, wanted to buy it the day it came out because I don't want to be spoiled. But if if the reviews right. came out and they said it was hot garbage, then I may be like, mm, I may wait till it's twenty dollars. 
You know what I mean? And then experience it then. I don't need to be right on top of it. And that's kind of what happened with me in Marvel Infinite, like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I was going to buy that game the day it came out because I'm a big Marvel head. Everyone was telling me, man, they're doing this and the X-Men can't be in the game and it's always really bad looking. And, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to hold off. It's getting way too much heat. Like, I don't want to invest in this mm-hmm. uh, and uh, be disappointed. And luckily, I never bought the game. And it's dead. The game is dead for right now, unfortunately. And if they come back at E3 with with Marvel's Capcom Infinity, I did this joke last week, and it's like a way better game, and if the X-Men are in it, and they're really really showing that they want to win us over, then I'll buy a copy at $40, you know? As long <laughs> as they come correct, then yeah. yeah. But with movies, I'm really, like, I'm really bullheaded about it. If I want to see a movie, I'm going to go see it. I don't care what nobody say. But with games in like uh products i'm really kind of like let me read the reviews i'm really interested to see what people are saying before i buy it especially with electronics if i want to buy a tv and say no man the thing broke broke on me three months into it and there's like seven people who say that i'm like mm, not buying that um yeah well with with electronics it's different because it's like i've i've been in situations where a tv got like a three star or like a two and a half star rating like it's broken on the end and it's like you you'd have to hammer like the the thing that was broken like you would have to split open the tv reach in your hand and pull that little thing out or like something like that or like you'd have they it was a human error yeah. on their part. Yeah, recalls. I was just thing. talking to my mechanic today. But, uh, he was like, "Yeah, recalls are a big thing. You buy a thing, yeah. you think it's going to work for you, you know, some weird part never worked, and now your car is dead DOA. You just bought it. It's like that's weird, right? Like it it takes review and, and it's gone. And it's like reviews <laughs> is what helps people out to kind of yeah. get a heads up on that." You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't do that. It'll overheat. Like, oh, good heads up, man. Like, I didn't know you can't light candles around video game systems. <laughs> like, light candles? Because it, it, the smoke what? is is thicker than the air. So if it gets close to your game, it will overheat your system. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll remember that next time I go to a Benedictine no, monk steeple. I like my incense and aroma candles, but I can't light that shit in my room because it wrecks my PS4. It causes yeah. it to overheat and just die. Uh, so yeah. So imagine what Xbox looked like then after they've come out of like a stoner Those things were college dead, dorm dude. room. <laughs> like no, they're yeah, just like just you know the discolored everywhere. like old so, like, so Super Nintendos. They're just discolored. The black is like purple now, and the yeah. green part is like orange. Bro, we smoked out the Xbox. <laughs> It taught. It said it was sleepy, man. It told me, uh, man, that's stupid. All right, last question. On that burnt out note, uh, let's see. What's your favorite impractical movie or video game cliche? Like it just would not work in real life. Easy. Uh, in the movies, uh, this is something my mom likes to point out as well. Um, why don't they pick up the guns after they kill somebody? <laughs> Something like that. Or like in acted films. Like he okay, he has a pistol, he just killed someone with an AK forty seven. Why doesn't he no. upgrade? With John AK-47? Wick needs to have his nine millimeter, no matter what what fell to the ground, even if it's like an AR fifteen or a shotgun. He needs his nine millimeter, right? 
right? Or the best was James Bond. She would always get upset. Like the guy, they're shooting these rifles at him, and he's using this like to get him. <laughs> and he's just pew, like pew raining guns, heavier dude. guns around. Horror him. movie fan, yeah. easiest one. Why run upstairs when you can run out the door? Easy. That's my favorite one. Why are you running up the stairs when when you could just run out the door into infinite? Idiot. Or um, you know, the have you checked the children? Never have two lines in the house. I love that weird cliche. Or the the one I hate is the guy who's always late. The main character is always late. You're late. I hate that cliche. It's like Back to the Future. Freaking the Flash, like Barry Allen is always late to everything, even though he's the fastest human on earth. So, hate that damn cliche. It's dumb, right? Yeah. I for a video for a video game cliche. I don't like it. I don't like the cut to in a vehicle section of any game, or where like it turns into a railgun game. Like the Call of Duty, mm-hmm. like, oh no, we're we gotta chase the train, get in the Jeep, and then you're just they're just happy right. to be like, it's here's stupid, a rocket yeah. launcher in the back. But don't look over here. Don't Shoot go this that side. Train. Like, bad but don't look over tropes. here. <laughs> uh, I there's a thing called a boss fountain. Have you ever heard this this uh, term? This uh, this uh, uh, a boss fountain? No, no, it's it's a. Uh, it's Sounds a like video a game term where right before you enter a boss dungeon, you'll just start noticing uh-huh. health items and MP items, ammo, the strong right next to the boss door. Oh, like, the game is preparing you for this fight, and it's the biggest, uh, like herring, red herring. That all right, I'm gonna fight me a big ass boss because this boss fountain is just sitting here with five HP boosts, a whole thing full of ammo, and some MP restore. It's like. Boss fountains are the worst, man. It's like the it's the biggest thing that pulls me out of a game. Like it's not even subtle. Like some games just throw it at your feet. <laughs> Here, eat from this trophy, pig. Like what? No. <laughs> like damn. You know, <laughs> garbage. All right, man. Uh, what are you looking forward to this coming up week? Um, writing. Yeah. Sleeping yeah. and uh, having a good time. Yeah. All right, game over. Uh, yeah, that's only for like three people, and know that I gave me a headache. Sorry. Uh, I'm looking forward to Infinity War, Avengers, Avengers, Avengers. Gotta watch that because <laughs> if people spoil me, I will cut them with a knife. Uh, definitely gonna play some more God of War. May jump back into Monster Hunter. I don't know. It's going to be a real rough week for me, personally. But I'm still going to do Nerdiverse stuff because that's how I roll. Uh, other than that, is there any passing thoughts before we close this bad boy out? Um, don't let God of War take over your I'm life. I'm going to say something real controversial, yet so brave. Let God of War take over your life. <laughs> let the city... And that's what you get. And on cross yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> Only on yeah, just let let the, the God of War symbiote envelop your body and you will too will scream Kratos at the sky. Ares And bang some god chicks. Uh, All right. Next yeah. <laughs> No spoilers. No spoilers. I was gonna say something. Oh man. Well, if you would like to spoil us on stuff, please don't. 
But if you want to, you can do so in the comment section of any of these podcast outlets, which is iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Still working on Spotify, fingers and toes crossed. Please leave a like, a comment, or subscribe to any of our channels. Um, definitely please visit mastersofthenerdiverse.com, which is our website, where you can check out all of our archived episodes, check out podcast artwork, and take a look at our two mugs and take a gander at the magnificence. Um, also, check out our Patreon. Um, if you would like to throw some ducats our way, it really helps the show and uh, helps support what we love to do. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And I'm your host, Winter Sturdivant. Winter Sturdivant. And I will always ask you to take that one step beyond. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.